into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. How's it going, everybody? It's our last time this year where we get to have a full day of BYU football and basketball. So let's soak it all in. But what game holds more weight for Cougar fans? In-state rival basketball against a solid Weber State team or the Independence Bowl against the University of Alabama at <coughs> Birmingham, which would make the football team 11-2 and on the season. We'll have that discussion later. And since Christmas is just one week away, I wanted to know what would be your top three fan Christmas gifts you'd like to receive. We took it to Twitter and got some great responses. And later in the show, the executive director of the Independence Bowl, Missy Setters, will join me to discuss why she thinks this game will be one to watch and how they're making sure both teams have an unforgettable experience. But first, here with me now is the man who knows every word to every song NSYNC ever came out with, Spencer Linton. What's up, Spitz? Bye, bye, bye. It's going to be me, Lauren. <laughs> going to be my girlfriend. That was one of your... <laughs> listen, we went to Spencer's 40th 4 How dare you? Party. How dare you reveal that age, Lauren? <laughs> 4 zero, oh, 40. Man. That's four decades of life. Yeah. Um, congratulations. It's That's a feat. <laughs> that's great. No, but one of your favorite songs was... What is it? It's called Girlfriend. Yes, by, by NSYNC. By NSYNC. Or was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. From their That's celebrity album released in the year of 2001. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what we should have done for your birthday. You have, have a quiz show, but then you just win it. <laughs> You'd beat everybody there. There are um, great lines in that song. You know, these guys are trying to swoop. The NSYNC guys are trying to swoop in. I guess in our day and age, would be like sliding into the DMs with the, with the phrases of, does the man even know you're alive? I got, I got an idea. Would you be my girlfriend? You know, I've had, I've had some lines like that in my DMs in the past. So, so I wonder if they got them from that song. We'll never know. I'm gonna go back and look one day. Oh boy! All right. Well, let's start with the fact that we have men's basketball playing Weber State, who's doing really well so far this season. So it Indeed. could be a battle. Mm -hmm. And obviously, an in-state rival. BYU beat Utah, and Utah State, but lost to UVU. So the team could make a statement tonight. Uh, proving that wasn't a fluke, right? Sure. Or that was just a fluke that they they lost to UVU. And then we have football playing at the last game of the season, really not much on the line with this one, coming off a of signing day, so the big recruits have already committed, regardless of the outcome of the game. But listen, it's football, mm -hmm. Spence, so mm -hmm. we're all obsessed anyway, and it's a bowl game. A bowl game is a big deal for a program, regardless of which one it is. It's definitely not the ones fans had hoped for, but it's another game to watch the boys play. So in your opinion... Which of these games today should hold more weight for fans? Lauren, I'm about to blow your mind with an answer that wow. will be very, very clear. After you hear this from me, there will be no debating what is the bigger deal on Saturday. I am at the edge of I my seat. I know. And my basketball friends, I apologize. It has nothing to do with what Mark Pope and BYU are going to do in a rivalry game against Weber State at the D-Event Center in Ogden. This is all about football. And as you said, on the surface, Independence Bowl, kind of disappointing because BYU again was snubbed and they didn't get the national respect and chips didn't fall into place so that the Cougars could play in a New Year's Six Bowl. And so they kind of just get relegated to this Independence Bowl, which doesn't have a big payout, and their opponent is, Lauren, as you so aptly pointed out, <laughs> Alabama, <clears throat> Birmingham, <laughs> and the Blazers are an okay team. BYU's a seven-point favorite going in, 
but it's way bigger than just the Independence Bowl itself and one more game and the opponent. BYU has a chance as an elite-level football program to finish in the top 11 in back-to-back years for the first time since Steve Young and Robbie Bosco did it in 1983 and 1984. BYU needs to win this game to, in my mind, validate an already amazing season, but give it the taste and the final bite that everybody wants from their favorite dessert. Nobody wants the final bite of your favorite dish or dessert to be gross. Oh, it's cold. It's, you know, it needs to be warmed up. No, just take the last bite. No, we want this to be delicious and to be savory and lasting. And for BYU to be able to do that, they need to beat UAB in the bowl game. Also this, BYU has only finished inside the AP postseason top 10 three times ever in the history of this long storied program. And wouldn't you know it, 1983 with Steve Young, they finished number seven. 1984, of course, national championship year, BYU finishes number one. And 1996, when BYU went 14-1 and finished number five. Lauren, it's only happened three times. Mm. There are And enough, in the 80s, yes, nonetheless. Twice in the 80s, once in 96. Oh, that's right, 96. Okay? So if BYU does what they're supposed to do, they take care of business against Alabama-Birmingham, win that game, there are enough matchups inside the top 12 of high-level ranked teams that some of those teams are going to fall out of the top 11, top 12, and allow BYU to jump up into a top 10 position. BYU will be a postseason top 10 team for only the fourth time ever if they beat Alabama-Birmingham. So you tell me, what's on the line here? We're talking about legacy stuff. So if BYU sputters out, ah, we're going to remember that. We're going to think, oh, it was awesome, beat Utah, won six Power 5 games, went 5-0 against the Pac-12. But can you believe that team lost to Alabama-Birmingham? Yuck. Mm -hmm. And because of human nature, we tend to focus on that. I wish we didn't. I wish we always saw the big picture like, hey, body of work. It was amazing. But we kind of tend to focus on the ugh, if it comes to that, the sputtering out at the end. So we need to finish on a high. It's all about football. Everything that's on the line, top 10 finishes don't happen often. 11-1 seasons don't happen often. Not to mention the momentum that BYU will take propelling them into the offseason. And if the Cougars go 11-2, Bring back their quarterback, Jaron Hall, and maybe Tyler Algier decides to come back for another season, Lauren, starting to mm-hmm. see some smoke in that direction. Can you imagine the hype for BYU football coming off Danny a Ainge's win, tweet? 11-2, and two, right? Danny Ainge doing his part to get Tyler Algier <laughs> back. They'll be a top 20 team going into the next season in their independent season finale. So there's so much on this game. BYU just needs to take care of business, and we all need to enjoy the proverbial cherry on top. It's almost as if you do this for a living, Spencer, or well, something. Uh, your analogies are on another level, a whole new level, and your stats that you throw out there. What? I know you research like crazy, but the things you can just say off the top of your head just blow my mind. I love it. So, uh, so you I tell totally me, is, is, is basketball or football a bigger deal? On oh, it's football. It's and when, football, and what, we're, what we're dealing with today. My were much more simple. <laughs> <laughs> Much more simple than yours. That's not to take uh, anything away from Randy Ray and Weber State. They're, like you said, they're a great no. basketball team. BYU's kind of in a weird place. No big men because Richard Harward and Gavin uh, Baxter are out shame. and Caleb Lohner's banged up. I mean, they're running out of big bodies. So, like, there's some urgency for sure. But 
so early in the season, they still have time to make up ground and figure things out. This is the last chance for football to make a statement and really punctuate this season. Absolutely. And, and for men's basketball, could this make a difference down the stretch with the NCAA tournament? I, I don't know. Like this win, it could it could hold more weight than we think. But sure. I just think football is is still more important for right now. Like you said, men's basketball has a long way to go. I think a lot of people are going to be watching this football game. Uh, not a lot of eyes will be on Weber State. And it's BYU's chance to make a statement. And uh, once again, they have to prove they belong with the best. I feel like they, before they're in the Big 12, they're going to have to continue to do that, which is one more year, right? And so I think, like you said, starting out next year with an incredible ranking with some of these stars coming back could be huge for BYU. And I love the dessert analogy. You do not want to end the season <laughs> with a bad taste in your mouth. No. Like, I really, I was picturing, I was picturing eating my favorite giant cookie. My goodness. So yes, good. Yes. And then your last, last bite. Terrible. I would never eat that cookie again. No, just, it ruins it everything. It does. It does ruin everything. So here's the hoping BYU football wins today, going to the Independence Bowl playing UAB. But I hope they go out there with so much fire and just make make a statement against those guys. So we'll see what happens. Um, Spence Christmas is one week away. And I think the ultimate gift for BYU fans was the Kalani contract. Extension. Absolutely. So we got, we got that out of the way. So Merry glad Christmas that you took to us all. there. That is the absolute correct answer. Oh my goodness. What, what glorious news. And I think I heard a giant sigh of relief throughout Utah County and Cougar nation. When that news came out, <laughs> everyone was so worried. Oh, I couldn't even get on Twitter, but I wanted to know as a fan, what would be your ultimate top three fan gifts? And this is hard for you because you get to mingle with all the BYU celebs. You get lots of swag and gear. So I'm curious, what would be, maybe just even give me one, your ultimate fan gift. Sure. For me, it's all about access and just exclusivity. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think the idea of receiving something that nobody else has really resonates with me. And okay. it doesn't even have to be something super valuable. It could just be something that carries significance from a player. So like a shoe that they wore in a, in a monumental game and, <laughs> uh, or like the football from a game winning touchdown pass or something like that mm, game worn like Jersey against Utah. BYU breaks the streak 26, 17 against Utah this past season. And, Let's say one of the Nakua brothers is like, Merry Christmas, Spencer. Here's my game-worn jersey <laughs> that I caught a touchdown in against. I'm going to take it off right now. In the Utah game. game give I, it to you. I absolutely would hang that thing like a championship banner in my house, <laughs> put it in a nice display case. Like the exclusivity of something like that means a lot. And hmm. I have been the benefactor of so much kindness from so many teams. Like I just received a piece of the old Marriott center floor from BYU basketball. Oh, that's awesome. And I just, I like that type of stuff is like incredible. And I just think to myself, Holy cow, how many great players stepped foot on this piece mm -hmm. of floor? Jimmer Fredette scored on this floor and Tyler Haas, maybe he hit his, you know, biggest shot as a BYU player on this little slab of the floor. Your minds can go wherever you want with that stuff, but that's so cool. I love those type of gifts because a lot of thought and a lot of nostalgia goes into something like that. So those really resonate with me. 
as you mentioned, I have access and, and I have good seats when I'm courtside and field side and, you know, get to be in huddles and around the teams. And I don't take that for granted. It absolutely is a dream scenario. It's so fun. But if I were a fan, receiving courtside seats or let's say 50-yard line seats for a season ticket package, that would be the ultimate mm-hmm. fan gift. Mm-hmm. Just like oh, the, yeah. the best seats in the house for an entire season. Are you kidding me? That <laughs> that would be like the greatest fan gift. So I've given you two there. You said top three, but I think within the top three, there are some of those nostalgia gifts, jersey, piece of the floor. Uh, and then for your you know, general fan, just best seats in the house, season ticket package, that would really be amazing. I love it. And uh, as I was thinking of this for myself, you mentioned a lot of things that you can you can hang on your walls or there are some things I think would be so cool to have. As I was thinking about this, I think I'm more about the experience. Mm. So like you said, I said recliner seats on the sideline yeah. for each game. Amazing. 50-yard line. So, you know, I took it a step farther. Recliner seats. This is, I mean, this is our ultimate fan gift, right? I loved working as a sideline reporter for BYU TV Sports. But if I could sit in a recliner in that spot, <laughs> just next to the team and watch the game, <laughs> my goodness, that would be a dream come Have true. people bring you the most delicious things <laughs> yes. that are available. Yes, waiter, bring oh, me a goblet of something please. cool and refreshing as I kick <laughs> back and them. enjoy this game. <laughs> They're like, who let this lady in? Uh, number two, I said a certificate for one day of hanging out. I don't know where this certificate comes from. I don't know where you'd get this. One day hanging out with Steve Young, Ooh. Danny Ainge, Ooh. and Andy Reid. Ooh, okay. Andy so Reed. legendary BYU figures. Yes. You, you have like- It'd be those three for me. A hangout with those guys. Just a hangout with the three. Get to ask them any questions. Maybe maybe breakfast with Steve, okay. lunch with Danny and and dinner with Andy. Reed. See, How what cool I would, would that be? Yeah, I would love that. What I would love more than anything is like not only that, but like going to like a theme park with those guys. <laughs> like riding roller coasters with Steve Young, Danny Ainge and Andy Reid and just lay loose and have fun, man. That would be a good time. Get them out of their element a little bit and see how they really are. Yes. Yeah, yep. I like that. Uh, number three for me, a certificate to play, again, certificate, I don't know. It's all about to certificates. To play in a scrimmage game with the women's basketball team so I can realize how incredible they are and how terrible I am. Ooh. It's re- I already know that. I already know that. But I, I would love, love to play in a scrimmage game against the women's basketball That is outstanding. You, you went next level with that one. That I want to yeah. steal that idea where it's like, hey, we're going to allow you to play 10 minutes of this yep. exhibition contest. <laughs> Uh, for you're BYU, for BYU, point guard, yes, good luck. yeah, you're you you're gonna pick, run out. You get to pick your team, yes, but they can't be on the team. Awesome, That's a- that'd be great. That'd be <laughs> well, great, be fun, or, or even be an honorary member of the actual team, where it's like, hey, yeah, Spencer, we're playing Westminster in exhibition. <laughs> um, we figure that even though you're super bad and super old, we can probably run you out there for about five minutes with our team and we can still win by 30. So just try not to like get in the way out there, but like to be announced and have your name called and you yep. run out. Oh, and yeah. Like they may finagle together some really corny, cheesy, bad highlights of you. Um, you know, on the <laughs> big lights. High yes. And they announce you like that. To me, that would be fun. We see celebrities sometimes do this. You know, Bill Murray yeah. and Will Ferrell got to take some swings in spring training baseball. And it was yes. hilarious. And it was a stunt. But still, it helped them kind of, those guys, fulfill a dream of wanting to be a professional sports athlete. And I and, think that's a great idea. And you and I idea. both want 
Yes. We, that's our dream, yes. right? We, we would want to be a professional athlete. Incredible. And so to be able to do that would be so much fun and would also make us feel very terrible about ourselves. But that, but, <laughs> so but is it a great experience. gift or is it just yeah, a yeah, nightmare? I don't, I don't know. Let's give it a try. Let's see if we can make it happen. All right. You on Twitter said, at Tucker, Tuckinator said, free, fresh, anytime cougar tail. Mm. <laughs> and I said, that would come with a few LBs with it, but it is a good gift. Bring it anytime on. Holiday tail. spirit, Lauren. That's right. At S underscore W underscore Nelson said, football exclusive indoor facility. Ooh. Well, that would be a good gift. Not really for you. It's but for the for team. But he's, team. listen, it's the season of giving. So even it his gifts, he wants selfless. to give to someone else. He, he, he wants to white elephant that thing. It's like, oh, it's a great gift. I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. this indoor practice facility to my white elephant party with BYU football, and I'm going to give him this. <laughs> I'm going to white elephant that thing. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. At Googs, Googs53 said, a football helmet mini irregular size signed by Kalani Sataki would be awesome. Awesome. That's it. Yep. Hey, that's doable right there. Mm-hmm. Um, at Frankum25 said, uh, number one, a sideline pass to all football games. <laughs> number two, my own built bar NIL deal so I can get free Jordans. Yeah. Uh, and number three, peace on earth. Mm. I, ho- I hope it wasn't in that order. Thanks for tweeting in, brother. <laughs> um, but love all you guys. Thank you so much for for tweeting in. Those are good responses. That's great Spencer stuff. Minton, you are one of my favorites, my friend. Thank uh, you for coming on. Love you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thanks to you and your uh, awesome husband, Steve, for coming to my birthday party. <laughs> Celebrate my old man nature. And you know what? You should play. You should probably play golf with Steve Young and your homies, Lauren, because you're a golfer. Yes. Do that. I am, I am not good at golf. Get him on the I'm golf not, course. I, Use your I certificate could. to get on the golf course with those guys. <laughs> Spence, could you do that? Could you could you make up these certificates for me? So I'm, I'm sure I can finagle something. All yeah. Right. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, guys. Up next, Independence Bowl Executive Director Missy Setters joins me to chat about all the happenings in Shreveport, Louisiana, and what makes this bowl stand out. Don't go anywhere. This is Cougar Tailgate. Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. The BYU football team is currently in Shreveport, Louisiana, the home of the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, kicking off in a little over an hour. And joining me now is the Bulls Executive Director, Missy Setters, to give us the ins and outs of what makes this bowl game a go. Thanks for coming on, Missy. No problem. Thank you. So as an Executive Director of the Bowl, what exactly does your job entail? Uh, it depends on what time of year it is, because um, we have a number of events throughout the year uh, that we host and put on. So um, sometimes it's planning youth clinics and uh, and fish fries and crawfish bowls and kickoff dinners with high profile speakers. And then this time of year right now, I've got three windows open on my computer and I'm uh, getting credentials ready for people and uh, and helping out with uh, events throughout bowl week and just a little bit of everything. Oh, I love it. And are you from Louisiana? Yes. Yes. Originally from South Louisiana and my family's been here in Shreveport for about 47, 48 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So you'll know this an- the answer to this well. So for those attending the games, all the fans from both schools, what would you say are the hot spots of Shreveport, Louisiana? Well, first of all, food. We have fantastic food here <laughs> like all of Louisiana does. So Anytime you can go to a place that has traditional 
Louisiana style Cajun Creole cuisine. That's always a plus. Um, we've heard people raving about that already this week who, who were in a little bit early. Uh, we have a, a smaller aquarium here that's a lot of fun. We have a huge uh, interactive Cyport Dis- Discovery Center for kids uh, that's, that's really impressive and a, and a lot of fun to attend. And uh, if you're into casinos, we have plenty of casinos around. Uh, we have a lot of water sports here. And I think today it's about 78 degrees. Right now it's sprinkly oh. a little bit, but it's been on and off. So it's unseasonably warm. I think it's going to cool down for game day, but uh, for y'all, I don't think that will be cold. It'll be cold for us, but not for y'all. As I'm staring at the snow coming down out the window, 78 <laughs> degrees sounds fabulous right now. Uh, Missy, a lot of work goes into the preparation of each bowl game around the country. Give us an idea of how much time and prep work it takes to go to make this bowl game a success. Well, I mean, it's a, it's 12 months of the year. As soon as we finish this bowl game, We'll go straight into meetings where we talk about everything that worked, what didn't work, what we need to tweak, you know, new ideas. Uh, the, the feedback from the schools is invaluable. We love to get the feedback from schools and fans as, as far as what they enjoyed. And uh, so it's a 12-month-a-year 12, 12 uh, planning process. And then immediately you go into renewing sponsors, renewing ticket buyers, and uh, working on relationships for the future. So it, it takes the entire year. It's an interesting process. I came from an environment working in an SID office and uh, you were constantly covering different sports and working on media guides and things like that. So it's busy. It's just uh, a different type of busy and a lot is crammed into a small amount of time at the end of the year too. Oh, I'm sure. Well, you guys do incredible work and there. There are so many bowl games around the country, what would you say makes the Independence Bowl unique? I think the hospitality. Uh, we, we know we don't have palm trees or a beach close by. And because of that, we go overboard with the hospitality aspect of it. Um, I was talking to uh, some people in the BYU uh, hospitality room last night, which is an amazing thing to behold in itself. And uh, it's a little bit different than our usual hospitality rooms, but they were telling me about one of our hosts went out and uh, got some food from a local place just to let them try it because we rave about it here and y'all don't have it there. And so we wanted to make sure that they, they tried this while they were here. Um, the first night the, the teams were here, we took the players to one place and had a dinner with uh, whole hog. Uh, we had a, a <laughs> group of cookers who spent the night before getting all this ready. You had two whole hogs. We had bacon wrapped alligator uh, we fed them jambalaya. We brought in a bunch of king cake, which is unique to Louisiana. And if you've never had king cake, it's something special around Mardi Gras season. And so they gave them a little bit of the history on the king cake. Um, so it's the hospitality that goes with it. They brought in uh, guys from cooking teams that do disaster relief cooking from different states surrounding us to uh, help with this. So it's the unique teamwork of hospitality from an, a number of people that are involved in it. So cool. Uh, it sounds like the players are going to be 10 pounds heavier uh, come <laughs> game time, but worth it. That sounds delicious. Uh, and bowl games aren't just about the games, obviously, but the experiences as well. Like you've mentioned, uh, the wonderful food of Louisiana. What other types of things have these two teams done since they've arrived in Shreveport? Well, the first night they had a Madden competition right after the, uh, the dinner. And then yesterday they went to axe throwing. That was, we do a three competition uh, thing that we, they compete for a wrestling belt that we have special made. 
And uh, yesterday they both went to Bayou Axe and uh, had an axe throwing competition, not at the same time. The two teams were at separate times. <laughs> and um, I think at the time BYU ended up winning that challenge 225 to 58. So that tied it up at Whoa. one and one. And then last night we had our big game show where we bring a guy in from Atlanta who sets up uh, this big, it's like a big family feud style contest with a number of different games. And uh, anyway, I believe BYU ended up uh, taking the wrestling belt after that competition. (laughs) Man, I want to go to the bowl game. That sounds like a blast. And how cool for you to be able to kind of get to know the personalities of these players and coaches. What's that been like for you over the years and specifically this year with BYU and UAB? It's great. Uh, It's fun to watch because every team's different. Every team has a different uh, feel to it. And, you know, for example, uh, yesterday I was at Bayou Axe and and I was standing up trying to figure out where I was going to go take pictures. There's not, you know, you can't really get close in an axe throwing competition and get the the best pictures in the world. So I was scoping that out (laughs) to see what the best location was. And one of the players immediately got up off for one of the stools and offered the stool to me. And I thought, you know, um, you, you sense the culture of a program by little things like that along the way and uh, how much they got. Both of the teams got into the big game show from the minute they walked in our Riverview Theater last night. Uh, you know, they walked in and, and before the question, the first question was even asked, you, you get the sense of the fact that, yes, both of these teams are here to play a football game on Saturday and it's a competition. But at the same time, they're they're also there to have fun and enjoy themselves, too. I love that. Now I have to know who offered you the stool. Was it someone from UAB or BYU? It was somebody from BYU. They were there. Okay, the good. I, I don't know the player's <laughs> name. I could probably point him out, but I don't know his name right off <laughs> That's good to know. All right. Well, BYU is 10 and 2 right now. UAB is 8 and 4 to end the regular season. Missy, what do you like about this specific matchup with these two teams? I think it's going to be interesting on the field. Um, obviously, BYU had a phenomenal season this year. Um, and uh, beat every Pac-12 team that they played and, and lost to a good Baylor team. And, and I think the Boise State game was an anomaly. But uh, you look at the, the program and the strength and power of that program, and I think it'll be an interesting matchup with UAB. And uh, so it, it's one of those matchups that maybe you look at it on paper and you wonder how it's going to work out. But hopefully I think on the football field it'll be a different story. But uh, I think BYU definitely has a strong program this year and had a fantastic season. And they're, de- they're a lot of fun to watch too. Missy Setters, Independence Bowl Executive Director. Missy, you know your stuff and, and thanks for all your hard work at the Independence Bowl. And thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thank you. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Missy Setters and Spencer Linton for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. It's game day, baby. This is Cougar Tailgate.